Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Mark Cologne Sports Podcast. Yes, that is right, ladies and gentlemen. It is the one, the only, the Mark Cologne on the Mark Cologne Sports Podcast, ladies and gentlemen. That is right. I'm here to uh, to talk about it all. Talk about uh, UFC, boxing, um, NBA, Major League Baseball, National National Hockey League, NFL, WNBA. You know, I talk about it all. I talk about it all. Um, man, what a time to be alive! Like I say, each and every week. And the reason I say that. It's because if you're listening to this, if I'm doing another episode of the podcast, it's because all is well. We are still alive. We're still thriving. We're still going strong, right? Um, yes, people. Yes, we're we're getting there. We're, we're getting there. Um, man, it's amazing. It's amazing what uh what this year already has uh how how it's began, right? Um. A lot of great things have happened so far in this year, and um, it's truly been, truly, truly, truly been um, great. It's truly been great. Um, first and foremost, I want to say fly, Eagles, fly. Um, I just want to start off with that. Um, you know, uh, I wouldn't have it any other way. When it comes to my Philadelphia Eagles this year, we'll we'll be getting into that a little later on the show, though. Um, as we always do, we always leave the Eagles. We leave the best for last, people. That's what we usually do. Um, if, you, if you guys are new new to the podcast, I know um, all my cover pictures are usually 90% of the time have Eagles on them. But, ladies and gentlemen, I always leave the NFL and the Eagles for last it's uh it's something that I've always done it's and it won't change um yeah it just it just won't it won't it won't change um and that's just that's just how uh, things are that's just how things are um as of right now I have major league baseball like the national hockey league not a lot um going on i mean the the re- the um the, the negotiations will uh commence again soon so hopefully uh major league baseball can work that out um yeah cuz i just i'm ready for some baseball news i'm ready for some baseball in a few months you know you, you we can't have uh we can't we cannot have a you know um a a a year without baseball, you know, um, especially like if it's going to start at a certain time, let, 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 let us have that at that certain time, you know, um, let's not hold it off. Let's not wait it off. You know, no, 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 no. Let's put it at this certain time. Let's do this. Let's do that. You know, so and that, that's exactly what I want. So hopefully, uh, hopefully we get what we want, um, <laughs> you know, uh, but we'll see. We'll see. Uh. Gerald Green stepped down um, from Rockings coaching staff, and he's looking to make a comeback to the NBA. So that's um, that's interesting. It's definitely interesting. 
Um, let's see what else. Let's see what else we got. Uh, I'm not going to get into it yet because it's the NFL. It has to do with the NFL. Um, yeah, I don't, I, I mean, we can't, we can talk about the An- Antonio Brown thing. Um, you know, we've seen him taking off his jersey and run, jumping up and down, running off the field and stuff like that. Um, he needs help. You know, whatever. Yeah, if it's true, good. You know what happened with him and Bruce Arians. Um, if the whole thing's true, that's fine. But for him to now be calling out Tom Brady and him saying, "Who's better than him?" He Tom Brady has no one. I mean, you got you got Leonard Fournette. You got Rock. You got Gronk. You have Mike Evans. You got Chris Godwin. You know you. you <laughs> Like his his head's really messed up, um, and we all see it. We all see it, um, you know. But I I just hope I I hope I hope Antonio Brown is able to get the help that he needs and that he deserves. Um, it's just it, it's not right. It's not right. It's not right. Um, so hopefully um, hopefully he gets the help that he needs. Uh. I mean, I just, uh, man, this, man, you know, um, everybody always points, points out the hit that he got, right? And um, a few year, years ago when it was Pittsburgh versus Cincinnati, when Vontae uh, hit, hit him clean, hit him pretty, not clean, but like pretty hard. And ever since then, people just say Antonio Brown has not been the same. Um, I, I truly do think he needs help. I need, I, I, I think he needs to go get it fast. Antonio Brown is slowly but surely going downhill, but it's not good. It's not, it's not good at all. Um, you got, uh, yeah. So I just, I hope, I, I hope this young man he gets the, um, the help he needs. Um, I, tr- I truly do. I, I, man. It's sad. It's sad. Um, but quick, going to jump to uh, UFC. Derek Lewis versus Ty Tavasa uh, in the works for UFC 271 in Houston. That should be pretty exciting. Um, we're supposed to get Max Holloway versus Alexander Volkanovski. Um, but uh, Max Holloway, he uh, he re-aggravated his injury, so he's out for that fight. Um, Henry Sohoto, um Wants to uh, replace Max Holloway and fight in that match. We'll see what happens there. So is the Korean Zombie. He hopes to fight him as well. Um, Jake Paul. It looks like he's um he's training for an MMA debut as well. Um, but he's working on a PFL PFL deal for MMA debut in twenty twenty two. So it should, it should be interesting. It's, you know, it's something that Jake Paul has has said in the past. It's something he would love to do. He would like to do. Um, so it'll be it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting to see um, what uh what happens. It'll be interesting. Uh, Tyson Fury he wants to fight Francis Ngannou using boxing rules and UFC gloves. Um, so that should be another interesting, even though like, 
even though I think um you know I look I look at uh I don't necessarily necessarily like the whole idea of boxing and UFC fighters or rappers or basketball football players doing going boxing doing boxing um I I it's just something I'm at the point where I'm like Okay, I I'm gonna have to get used to this because it feels like this won't this isn't gonna go away. We're gonna see this for for a while, uh, and um, I'm I'm at the point where I accept it. You know, um, like I said the other day, um, I was about to turn off the Jake Paul and uh, Tyron Woodley fight, um, but then Jake Paul knocked him out. You know, it's you know, um, which is fine. You know, I think. Uh, <laughs> I said it. Tyron Woodley is not the same person. He's absolutely, without a hundred percent, he is not the same person from a few years ago. We've seen him in USC get knocked out, knocked out, knocked out. You know, we just seen him get knocked out by Jake Paul. You know, it's just something that's uh, uh, it's starting to become a repetitive kind of thing. And I just um, I I don't necessarily. I think Tyron he should you know call it quits, you know, maybe go back to the UFC for one fight or go Bellator or whatever it is. But, you know, it's just, I don't think it's in them anymore. I don't think some people, it, it ends quicker than others. So, yeah. <sighs> That's just how the world works. Um, But yeah, I mean, Tyson Fury versus France, Francis Nagano. I don't know, I just, it's like, Tyson Fury's like this fucking animal of a boxer, and then you're gonna fight uh, Francis Nagano. He's a monster as well. He's absolutely, without a shadow of a doubt, he's a monster. No doubt about it. But my thing is, when it comes, when it comes to this, I look at it and I say, alright, Francis is a monster, right? He's an absolute monster. But he won't, he doesn't have the stamina to stay in that ring for 12 to 14 rounds with Tyson Fury. Now, if you're talking about six rounds, eight rounds, I'd be like, okay, I'd, I'd give it a try. But if we're talking 10, 12 rounds, it's just like, no, that's doing too much. Francis is going to get worn out. We've seen it with McGregor. We've seen it with we, we've seen it with McGregor versus Mayweather. McGregor, around the 10th round, 9th round, he was gassed out. He had nothing left, you know. Um, so that's how I look at it. Um, now moving on to uh, uh, women's basketball. Uh, Villanova and UConn got uh, postponed today. Um, Arizona defeated Washington State 60-52. to And Stanford and Oregon are playing right now. They're in the first quarter with 2.53 left. Stanford's winning 15-13. to um, Villanova, Villanova, the women's team... Um, they don't play again until uh, Friday. The last last two of their games, well, because the game against Georgetown got postponed as well. Um, so, yeah, they won't be playing till January 14th, people. All right. Um, we got that. We um, Let's look at the men's basketball team. Colorado State versus Boise State was supposed to happen tonight. That got postponed as well. 
right now you got Xavier versus Butler. Xavier is beating Butler 73 to 61 with 421 left in in, in the game. All right. Uh my Villanova, my Villanova, they play uh Deep Hall um tomorrow at two o'clock PM. So that should be interesting. Um hopefully Villanova picks up the victory. Um UFC and Stanford, that game got postponed. Um yeah. So that's what we got there. We look at the rankings. Uh Ballard. Ballard's at number one. They're the only undefeated team. Well, not the only undefeated team, actually, but they're uh the best team right now in the league. And the not in the league in and yeah, in the league, really. And the NCAA. Then you got Duke at number two, Purdue at number three, Gonzaga at number four, UCLA at number five, Kansas University at number six, USC at number seven. Arizona at number eight, Auburn at number nine, Michigan State University is number 10. By the way, USD is the other undefeated team. They're 12 and 0. Um, yeah, they're 12 and 0. Iowa State is 11. Houston University is 12. Ohio State University is 13. Texas is 14. Alabama is 15. Providence is 16. Uh, Kentucky's 17, Tennessee's 18, Villanova's 19, um, Colorado State is 20, LSU's 21, Xavier's 22, Wisconsin's 23, Seton Hall's 24, and uh, Texas Tech University is 25. All right, um, we're looking at nothing really from the WNBA, just uh, some roster moves, some coaches' moves. Um, the New York Liberty introduced Sandy Brondell as a new head coach. Um, Sue Bird will be returning for 19th season. Um, also, see Becky Hammond, she will uh, be coaching the Las Vegas. Um, Las Vegas Aces. Um, Great, I think that's a great pickup. Great pickup. Um, we are well, UFC has an event this weekend. Uh, not this weekend, my apologies. Next weekend, um, they have UFC fight night, so that should be interesting to see. Uh, right now in the National Hockey League, you have the Hurricanes. The Hurricanes defeat the Flames six to three. The Blues are beating the Capitals five to one during the last period with three fifty two left. Um, tomorrow you have the Blackhawks versus the Golden Knights at ten o'clock p.m. Eastern Time. Sat Braves and Canadians have been postponed. Crack Kraken and the Jets have been postponed. Icelanders and the Oilers have been postponed. Senators and the Canucks have been postponed. Uh, right now, Blackhawks are not looking too good. They have been a disappointment ever since they came back from uh, the little break. They've lost to the Predators, the Flames, the Avalanche, Coyotes. They have not won a game since. Hopefully, they can start. They can. They can start to get going because. Uh, yeah, it's, it's it's not looking good for them right now. Um, right now, the team with Tampa Bay Lightning, the number one right now in the Atlantic. Uh, the Carolina Hurricanes are number one in the Metropolitan. Um, in the Western Conference, you got Nashville at number one in the Central. In the Pacific, you have the Vegas uh, Knights, Golden Knights. My apologies. Um, so yeah, that's what's going on right now. Like I said, I already talked about Major League Baseball. 
Um, they're supposed to start spring training February 26th. We'll see if that stands, you know, with this whole holdout. Um, it'll be interesting to see. It'll be very interesting to see. Um, it, it looks like Alex Rodriguez is getting his own uh, similar cast, like uh, like uh, the Mannings have, like Peyton Manning and uh, and Eli have. So that should be interesting to see. Um, as uh, A Rod will be joined by uh, <clears throat> former MLB pitcher um, David Cohn will be serving um as a uh, as a Sunday night baseball analyst as a. Uh, Alex Rodriguez will be leading the sim similar cast version. Um, like I said, A Rod, he he's going he's going to um to bigger and better things now, people. I think he deserves it. You know, he had a hell of a career. Yes, PEDs, whatever, all that crazy stuff that happened. But um, other than that, A Rod, A Rod's really um he he had himself a hell of a career. Had himself uh, a hell of a career. Um, and like I said, he's going to be um, having his own broadcast now. Um, I'm trying to remember who um, who will be joining him. I'm figuring out right now. Michael K., there you go. Yeah, he'll, uh, Michael K. will team up with Alex Rodriguez for ESPN Manning Cast. I don't think it will be called Manning Cast, but it's going to be a... It's gonna be a mini. It's gonna be that type of style of thing for a Sunday night baseball show. You know, every week you usually get uh, when the baseball season commences. They have um, when it begins. They have uh, Sunday night baseball, right? And um, it's like best game of the, of the day of the day. And uh, it'll be it'll be um, Alex Rodriguez and uh, and Michael K. That should be very interesting. Should be very interesting to see college football. We talked about it uh, last week. We definitely did. Uh, we um, we just have the championship game to to talk about now. January tenth. That's this Monday, eight o'clock p.m. Eastern time on ESPN. Georgia are two point five favorites. They're favorites. Um. Um, Alabama had their number last time. Usually when this happens, the team that lost, they get paid back, right? Um, I don't think Georgia's going to get paid back. I've had a whole bunch of, I've had the whole week to think about it. I just don't think it'll happen. I think, uh, Alabama's going to be able to pick up the easy victory against Georgia. Not easy. Yeah, it's going to be easy. I think, uh, we're going to kind of see what we saw last year from Alabama, um, I think we're kind of, kind of going to see the same thing when Georgia and Alabama go at it. Um, so it's going to be very interesting to see. It's going to, it's going to be fun, and I can't, you know, can't wait to see what happens. Cannot wait to see what happens. Um, you know, I I really like the quarterback Alabama has, and um, and uh, Bryce Young. Um, I think he's very good. He he could definitely be a uh, NFL quarterback in the near future. He had a hell of a season this year, 46 pass touchdowns, five interceptions. Um, so it should be in interesting. You know, the rushing attack is dominant as well. The receivers, everything, their defense. is, And that's the good thing about Georgia, too. Georgia's defense is elite as well. You know, it's nothing to take away from Georgia. Their, their, their offense and their defense is elite. But I feel like um, against, the, against Georgia's quarterback, Alabama's defense will do so much better 
other than like Georgia's defense against Alabama's quarterback. You know, um, that's the that's the only difference. You know, Alabama allows twenty points per game. Georgia nine, but except for when they played Alabama, right? Um, Alabama scores forty one points a game. Georgia thirty nine. Um, total yards, uh, Alabama four ninety four, almost at five hundred yards a game. Then you have Georgia at four forty eight. Um, yards passing, Alabama three thirty six. Right, Georgia two fifty three. Yards rushing, Georgia one ninety four. Alabama one fifty eight. Um, yards allowed, Georgia 253, Alabama 306. Pass yards allowed, Georgia 172. And they allow uh, 81 rush yards a game. Alabama 223, pass yards allowed, and uh, 82 yard, eighty-two rushing yards a game. Um, the last five for Georgia, they uh, they beat Tennessee, right? Um, uh, hold on. They beat Tennessee. They beat Char Charleston South. Um, you know, they beat Georgia Tech, they lost to Alabama 41 to 24, and then they beat Michigan. They they destroyed Michigan. Alabama in their last five, they they uh they beat New Mexico State, um, they beat Arkansas, they beat Auburn, they beat Georgia, they beat Cincinnati, destroy Cincinnati. Um I think the the key is it seems like both teams run defenses real good. They don't allow a lot. Um it's the past the pass yards for Georgia, they don't allow a lot either. Alabama tends to allow a little bit. Um, and you know what? Uh, I think it's going to be about you know continuing to be dominant on the on the on the rush. You know, try to get as many turnovers as you can and not allow the teams to score in the end zone. I think that's what it's going to be about. And at the end of the day, like I said, like we seen last year with Alabama and Ohio State, I think we're going to see it this year. I think. Uh, Alabama, I don't think Alabama's defense will play as good as they did last year. I think they'll give up some points against Georgia. Georgia's going to learn from their first meeting and stuff like that. But I think Bryce Young, with his arm, with his speed, I think he'll be able to, to get uh, Alabama the win over Georgia. I, th I think it's going to be a close one, a closer one. I think Alabama wins in uh, two overtimes. There you go. Bold prediction, people. Bold prediction. All right, let's move in, move on to the NBA though. Um, all right, we have the Nuggets and the Kings right now. Nuggets are defeating the Kings seventy six uh sixty nine in the third quarter. You have the Lakers defeating the Hawks thirty to twenty three in the first quarter. That one's on ESPN. If you guys want to go to into that, tune into that. Um, well, by by the time I post this, it will probably be over. So, um, Cavs are defeating the Trailblazers seventeen to sixteen. My Chicago Bulls beat the Washington Wizards one thirty to one twenty two. It was overall a dominant game from Chicago. Even though you look at the 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 final score, um, in the fourth quarter, Chicago really uh didn't score much. But the first quarter, Chicago scored thirty seven. Second, they scored thirty six. Third, they scored thirty four. And then in the fourth, they scored only twenty three. Wizards, on the other hand, scored in the first 32, 34, 29, then 27. Um, but it was, like I said, a dominant game from Zach Levine and company. Zach Levine had 27 points. DeMar DeRozan didn't have that much of a uh, a great game. He only had 15 points. Richard Vick, on the other hand, had 16 points, 14 rebounds. That was another, th another thing. DeRozan, uh, you know, he was passing the rock. He was passing the ball. Had eight assists. Lonzo Ball had 18 points, six assists, five rebounds. He had a pretty good game shooting six from 11. 
six for 11, and he was six for 11 from three. That tells you a lot. He was shooting, shooting com- comfortably from three. Imagine if he would have went a little bit, if he would have not shot so many from three. But anyway, Zach Levine, nine for 18, one for six from three. Nine for 18 from field goal range, field goals. Um, he had 27 points. Then uh, Kobe White came off the bench. He was seven from eight. Uh, field goals, four for four on three-point three point line, and he had a total of 21 points. So he came off the bench, and he provided a much-needed spark that the Chicago Bulls needed. So that was good to see from Kobe White. He had 32. He played 32 minutes. Um, so that was good. Chicago Bulls, they improved to 26-10, and 10, looking like a real competitive championship team right now. We'll see if that if that's able to continue throughout the season, you know. We'll definitely see if they'll be if they'll be able to continue this throughout the season, and will they will they be what they will be able to do once once uh playoff time comes. You know, it's it's very crucial. We'll uh we'll definitely see what happens though. People, there's a lot of uh basketball to be played as as you guys see, and you know, so uh, we'll see. Um, Sixers defeated the Spurs one nineteen to one hundred. Bucks defeated the Nets one twenty one to one hundred nine. Um, Giannis had 31, point, 31 points. He had a great game. Um, Kyrie did not play in this game. Uh, so, um, Raptors defeated Jazz 122 to 108. Mavericks defeated Rockets 130 to 106. And the Timberwolves defeated Thunder 135 to 105. It was good to see Kyrie back, by the way. It was very good to see Kyrie back, um, on the court. Happy to see him back. Right now, um, Chicago Bulls are number one in the Eastern Conference with a 26 and 10 record. Then you got Brooklyn, 24 and 13. Bucks, 26 and 15. Miami Heat, 24 and 15. Philadelphia 76ers, 22 and 16. Cleveland Cavaliers, 21 and 17. Toronto Raptors, 19 and 17. Charlotte Hornets, 20 and 19. Washington Wizards, 19 and 20. New York Knicks, New York Knicks, nineteen and twenty. Boston Celtics, eighteen and twenty-one. Uh, Atlanta Hawks, seventeen to twenty. Um, Indiana Pacers, fourteen and twenty-five. Uh, Detroit Pistons, seven and thirty. Orlando Magic, seven and thirty-two. Biggest appointment, disappointment for me so far, so far, has been the Boston Celtics, eighteen and twenty-one, giving up. I believe it was a twenty-five point lead to the New York Knicks. It's it's this. It's disgusting. It's disgusting. I need to see more from the Boston Celtics. They got Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart. Um, they have uh, Dennis Schroeder, J- Jason Tatum. You know, big stars, um, big stars that soon might have might uh, need to be separated. All right. Um, in the in the West, though, you got the Phoenix Suns, thirty and eight. The Golden State Warriors, twenty nine and nine. Utah Jazz, twenty eight and eleven. Memphis Grizzlies 26 and 14, Dallas Mavericks 21 and 18, LA, the Los Angeles Lakers 20 and 19, Denver Nuggets 18 and 18, Los Angeles Clippers 19 and 20, Minnesota Timberwolves 19 and 20, uh, San uh, Sacramento Kings 16 and 24, San uh, San Antonio Spurs 15 and 23. 
Portland Trailblazers 14 and 23, New Orleans Pelicans 14 and 25, OKC 13 and 25, Houston Rockets 11 and 29. Biggest disappointment for me has been the Portland Trailblazers, even though they uh, have a whole bunch of injuries. It still ain't right. Um, something still ain't right. Um, this is a team that Portland just needs to trade everyone, and maybe they need a season like this. Where they said, "All right, it's time. It's time for Portland to go into rebuild mode. Trade CJ, trade uh, trade Damian Lillard, you know, and let's start fresh. Let's start fresh. Um, biggest surprise so far, I'd, I'd have to say, would be uh, I I didn't see Phoenix, the Phoenix Suns being this good, and they they are, they're real fucking good. So that's what I would say. And my biggest surprise for me in the East would. If not Cleveland, my Chicago Bulls. I know they were going to be good this season, but not, not this damn good. 26-10. and 10. They're 14-4 at home, 12-6 and six in a way. Um, they're, they're, having, they're averaging 111 points per game. Their opponent's 107. You know, it's uh, last 10 games. They're 9-1. and one. Um, They're in a nine-game nine, uh, nine winning streak. It's unbelievable. I, I like I said, I didn't see my Chicago Bulls doing this, doing this well, and it's amazing to see them really, uh, really, really get into the potential. I I love to see it, and I can't wait to see uh what happens, what happens next for them. Now, before I before I move on to the NFL, ladies and gentlemen, I want I want to take a a serious moment um here. Excuse me. Um. So um. My son MJ, he has to uh, get surgery February 9th, my ladies and gentlemen. I just want you guys to pray for him. Um, I'm not gonna say what it is. I'm not gonna get into details, but um, well, they don't know if they're gonna, well, we don't know if they're gonna get surgery yet February 9th. Um, but um, I'd like you guys to pray for him. Keep him, keep it in your thoughts. You know, my son's. You've heard my son's voice. His laugh is screaming, a few times on the show already. So I would greatly appreciate it if you guys could um keep them in your thoughts and your prayers and um y'all be hearing them soon very soon y'all be hearing them my my young and my young boy on this show again so i thank you guys i thank you guys for everything um you know this ain't the end of the show like i said i gotta talk about the nfl before i before i would talk about the nfl i had to get this off my chest um i want i wanted to let you guys know, um, you know, you guys aren't only fans that listen to the show. You guys are, are family. You guys are family. I see you guys. I see my fans as family. And I appreciate you guys so, so much. So thank you. Thank you. Let's, uh, let's, let's keep rocking on with the show then. Thank you guys. All right, y'all. Let's get back to business. Here we go. NFL, right? We go, people. Uh, been a crazy week in the NFL, you know. Like I said, Antonio Brown and that whole um, that whole situation. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Um, um so this this is uh, funny stat, funny funny stat going around. Um, so it's. If the Jaguars beat the Colts, the Raiders and then the Raiders and the Chargers tie, um, they would uh, they'd both be in the playoffs. 
leaving the Steelers out and the Colts out, right? Um, but we got to get into the whole playoff scenario situation because it's cra- it's crazy, people. It's crazy. It's crazy. You know, and I don't know who who and both teams, the Raiders and Chargers, said no. They're that would ruin the sport. What they're gonna go for is the win. You no know, ties, no none of that, none, no none of that. Um, so which is good, which is good. You know, you don't want to freaking end the game in a in a tie or any of that um crazy stuff. So um, I'm I'm happy. I'm happy. That's that's the route they're going. Where they're gonna they're gonna play and they're gonna play to win. But um. We'll see what we'll see what happens on Sunday night. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be on here and say yeah that's exactly what they're gonna do. And the next thing you know they switch it. Um, I'm not no I'm not stupid. <laughs> We've seen it with the Eagles and the Washington football team last year, where the Eagles basically benched their the the, the roster. Um, especially Jalen Hurts. They they benched Jalen Hurts, and after, once they benched them, it was like all right, yep. The, the the Washington football team are gonna win. So uh yeah, I don't mm-mm. um but let's talk about it. Week seventeen, right, was last week. Um from January second to the third. Um we had uh the Buffalo Bills defeat the Falcons twenty nine to fifteen. Um basically eliminating the Falcons from playoff contention and um the Bills clinching a playoff berth. Um, it was it was good. It was you know Josh Allen had a a terrible game. He he had uh, he was eleven for twenty six, one hundred and twenty yards, three interceptions. Singletary on the other hand had one hundred and ten rushing yards and twenty three carries and two touchdowns. Stephon Diggs had five receptions for fifty two yards. So that was very good. And anybody on the playing fantasy, you got to watch out because a lot of these guys won't be playing in week eighteen. So um yeah guys just watch out for that. Um Matt Ryan was 13 for 23. He threw for 197 yards. Kyle Pitts had two receptions for 69 yards. So uh yeah. <clears throat> um the Bear the Bears destroyed the Giants 29 to 3. Um you can tell it's it's over for the Giants. Um um, I think I think I think the New York Football Giants need to just clean house. They need to get a new quarterback, get a new GM, get a new coach. Um, you know, new coaching staff a, a, as well. But I don't know. They might wait till next year because you know there's not a big, a big, uh, a big quarterback out there in the draft that they could be like, yeah, we'll go, go and get that guy. You know, unless I mean, unless they trade for Deshaun Watson, Russell Wilson, and Aaron Rodgers, right? I doubt they'll get Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. Probably would like to go somewhere like uh, maybe Tennessee, right? Tennessee. I think if they had Aaron Rodgers, they would they would definitely win a Super Bowl with Derrick Henry, Julio Jones, AJ Brown, right? They got all those weapons. Um, I look at a team like that, right? I also look at uh, a team like uh, won't we won't know to the off season, but like if you look at like the New Orleans Saints, Aaron Rodgers goes to New Orleans Saints championship as well. I th- I think they have it all. You know, so it'll be interesting to see. Mike Lennon was 4 for 11, 24 yards, 2 interceptions. Saquon Barkley had 21 carries for 102 yards. Great game. We haven't seen a game like this from Saquon in a very long time. Evan Ingram had one reception for 12 yards. Um, Andy Dalton was 18 for 35, 173 yards, 1 touchdown, 1 interception. Montgomery was a star of the, the Chicago Bears, though. He had 22 carries, 64 yards, and, uh, and 2 tubs. 
So uh, that was good. Yeah, I think game of the week. This would definitely have to be it. The Bengals defeating the Kansas City Chiefs 34-31. to Joe Burrow had another phenomenal game. Only had nine incompletions. Uh, threw for 446 pass yards and four pass tubs. Right? Joe Mixon had an okay day with 12 carries, 46 yards. You know, this wasn't a game that, you know, the Bengals could have him run it a lot just because of the whole situation of being down to the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, and then Jamar Chase, 11 carries, 266 yards, and three touchdowns. Patrick Mahomes, um, this is another one. He had nine incompletions, right? He, uh, 259 yards and uh, two touchdowns. Uh, Williams, he had 14 carries, 88 yards, and two touchdowns. You know, very, very productive, good day from both teams. But uh, Cincinnati was able to pick up the dub, um, which is good, which is great, which is great. Um Tennessee Titans destroyed the Miami Dolphins 34-3. This is the second straight uh, year that the Titans clinch an AFC, a AFC South uh, title. Um, Tua didn't have a very good game at all. Um, Ryan Tannehill had a okay game. Foreman, on the other hand, had 26 carries, 132 yards, and a touchdown. Um, but yeah, Tannehill was 13 for 18, 120 yards, and two touchdowns. Um, the Raiders defeated the Colts 23 to 20, um, you know, just, uh, making it e easier and closer for them to, you know, make, make the playoffs. Um, Carson Wentz, uh, he, he, he didn't play terrible, but he didn't play great. 16 for 27, 148 yards in the touchdown. Threw one up in the air that it could have easily been picked, but T.Y. Houghton, the defender couldn't catch it. It goes up in the air. T.Y. Houghton catches it. Um, Jonathan Taylor, 20 carries, 108 yards in the touchdown. For Jonathan Taylor to only have 108 rushing yards was truly phenomenal. <laughs> um, Derek Carr was 24 for 31, 255 pass yards, one touchdown, two interceptions. Josh Jacobs, 16 carries, 63 yards, and a rushing touchdown. And then Jones had eight receptions for 120 yards. So we had that. We had um, the Patriots demolished the, the, the Jaguars 50-10. to 10. Truly phenomenal uh, day for um, the Patriots. As, as Getting that win earned them a playoff berth. Trevor Lawrence had one touchdown, three interceptions, 17 for 27, 193 passing yards. Mac Jones, on the other hand, um, had, was 22 for 30, 227 yards and three touchdowns. Stevenson uh, had 19 carries for 107 yards and two touchdowns. And then Bourne had five receptions for 76 yards. This Patriots team was, was out all out on all cylinders. Mac Jones, phenomenal. Only had eight incompletions. Threw for 227 yards and three touchdowns. That's what that's what a quarterback does in this league each week. As you continue to improve, no matter the team you're playing, as long as you show improvement each and every game, especially when your team is going to the playoffs, it, it says a lot. It says a lot, and it definitely showed a lot against the Jaguars and Mac, uh, when Mac Jones was playing them with the Patriots. <clears throat> Buccaneers complete the comeback, defeat the Jets 28-24. to Um you know, this was a game that Antonio Brown walked away from the Bucks, but Tom Brady found a way, no matter what, to get the uh, 
got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to win over the Jets. And Tom Brady, once again, one more time, tormented the New York Jets. Um, Tom Brady was 34 for 50, 410 yards, three touchdowns, one interception. Zach Wilson, 19 for 33, 234 pass yards, one touchdown. Didn't have a great game, but didn't have a terrible game. Um, Michael Carter had three carries for 54 yards. Barrios had eight receptions, 65 yards, and one touchdown. And then Rob Gronkowski has seven seven receptions for 115 yards. Um, so it's good that Tampa, you know, Jets have been showing, showing fight as of late. And uh, it was good to see, you know, Buccaneers come back and get that victory, even when it looked like they weren't. Um, the uh, the Rams defeated the Ravens 20-19 to in a close one. It shows you how good this Ravens defense is. Matthew Stafford, 26 for 35, nine incompletions, um, 309 passing yards, two touchdowns, two interceptions. Huntley, on the other hand, was 20 for 32, 197 pass yards, one interception. Devontae Freeman had 14 carries for 76 yards. Sony Michelle had 19 carries for 74 yards and a touchdown. Cooper Cup, six receptions, 95 yards and a touchdown. Mark Andrews, six receptions, 89 yards. Probably the best tight end this season so far is definitely Mark Andrews. Um, he's shown a lot of improvement. But with no Lamar Jackson, nothing has went well for the Baltimore Ravens at all. <clears throat> uh, Chargers demolished the Broncos 34-13. A great game for, for the Chargers and the Chargers fans. 22 for 31, 237 yards and two pass touchdowns for Justin Herbert. Drew Locke, on the other hand, didn't have a so bad game. He didn't have a terrible game. He was 18 for 25, 245 yards and had a touchdown. Noah Fant, six receptions, 92 yards and a touchdown. Um, Austin Eckler, uh, 17 carries, 58 yards and a touchdown. And then Williams had three receptions for 63 yards and a touchdown. So uh, it's all up to the Chargers, you know, what's, what's going to happen in their playoff berth. It's all up to them. And then the 49ers defeated the Texans 23-7. to It was the the first – I believe it was the first start of uh, um, of Trey Lance, I want to say. I believe this is the first career start. I might be wrong, though. I'm, this is something I, I might be wrong about. This might be his second start. For some reason, I think this might be Trey Lance's second start. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to check because uh, – He's played in six games, but he hasn't started all six. That's that's the difference. Um, let's see. Uh, okay, no, it, it, it's not his first career start. I think he started, it looks like he started against Seattle, against Arizona, and then he, against Houston. Okay. Well, he, he didn't have a bad debut, I'm not going to lie. He has uh sixty. He was sixteen for twenty three, two hundred and forty forty nine pass yards, two touchdowns, one interceptions. Mills from the Texans was twenty one for thirty two, one hundred and sixty three yards, one touchdown, one interception. Uh, Burkhead sixteen carries, forty seven yards. Brandon Cooks seven receptions, sixty six yards, and a touchdown. Brandon Ayuk. Four receptions, 94 yards. Elijah Mitchell, 21 carries, 119 rushing yards. Um, yeah, I think I think this, this shown right here, this was the proof in the pudding for the San Francisco 49ers and Trey Lance. Uh, Trey Lance will be the starting quarterback next year. Jimmy Garoppolo will not be in a San Francisco 49ers uniform next year. Um, one of them got to go, and it's going to be Jimmy Garoppolo. He's older. 
Um, Trey Lance is younger. He has promise, as we've seen the few times he started, the few times he's been in the game, especially in this one against the Texans. He he he, he got something. He has something, and uh, I like what I've seen. I like, definitely like what I've seen. Um, the, the Saints defeated the Panthers 18 to 10. Um, this was a game that at one point I'm like, oh my God, the Saints are going to lose to the Panthers. They didn't, though. They were able to come up with the victory, win 18 to 10. Taysom Hill was 17 for 28, 222 yards, and had a touchdown. He also had 12 carries for 45 yards. Callaway had six receptions for 97 yards. Sam Darnold, on the other hand, couldn't really get it going. 17 for 26, 132 yards, and a, and a, and a interception, no touchdowns. Hubbard, on the other hand, has 17 carries for 55 yards and a touchdown. Um, there's rumors about as we're, as we're talking about this now, Christian McCaffrey possibly being on the move, and so is Baker Mayfield. So it'll be interesting to see if those rumors are true. Um, <clears throat> we'll see. Uh, Cardinals defeated Cowboys 25-22. to I picked the Cardinals to win this game um, as, as I thought they would. Um, you know, Cardinals have been kind of slow. They've been in a little bit of a slump as of late. But I had them winning this game. Uh, Kyler Murray, 26 for 38, 263 yards, two touchdowns. Chase Edmonds had 18 carries for 53 yards. Christian Kirk, uh, six receptions, 79 yards. Um, Dak Prescott, 24 for 38, 226 pass yards, three, three touchdowns. He also had five carries for 20 yards. Dalton Schultz has six receptions for uh, 54 yards. Um and the Cardinals won. Um, Seahawks de destroyed the Detroit Lions 51 to 29. Um, Russell Wilson was 20 for 29, 236 pass yards, four, four uh, touchdowns. Uh, Boyle that was 22 for 37, 262 yards, two touchdowns, three interceptions. Swift had four carries, 32 yards. St. Brown had eight receptions, 111 yards, and a touchdown. Swain from Seattle had two receptions, 65 yards. And Rashad Penny had 25 carries, 170 yards, and two touchdowns. Um, I'm going to be real with y'all. I think it's time that... uh. I think Russell Wilson could potentially stay as a as a Seahawk. But it's time for Pete Carroll to go. Not lying to you guys. It's time for Pete Carroll to go. And then um, Sunday Night Football, you had the Packers versus the Minnesota Vikings. The Packers defeated the Vikings 37-10. To destroyed them from the start of the game to the finish. It was actually pretty close in the beginning because uh, the Minnesota Vikings defense, even though they would allow a lot of yards, they would stop them from getting touchdowns. But then... As as time continued to go on, it wasn't that it wasn't that case anymore. Mannion uh, was twenty two for thirty six, one hundred eighty nine pass yards, one touchdown. He also had two carries for fourteen yards. Justin Jefferson has six receptions, fifty eight yards. Um, Aaron Rodgers was twenty nine for thirty eight, two hundred eighty eight yards and two touchdowns. Aaron Jones had eight carries for seventy six yards, and Devontae Adams has uh. 11 receptions for 136 yards and a touchdown. Um, I like what I see from the A.J. Dillon as well. He had two rushing touchdowns. I love what they're doing with both of them. Um, wasn't understanding it at first, but I'm kind of understanding it more and more now. So it's um, very interesting to see, and I'm liking what I, I like what I'm seeing. 
Uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers on Monday Night Football defeated the Cleveland Browns 26-14. to um, Baker Mayfield had a terrible game, 16 for 38, 185 pass yards, two touchdowns, two interceptions. Nick Chubb had 12 carries for 58 yards. Donald Peoples-Jones had three receptions, 76 yards. Ben Roethlisberger was 24 for 46. Not a great game either. 123 pass yards, one touchdown, one interception. Who thought if you had 24, if you had 24 completions, you would only have 123 pass yards? That's unbelievable. Najee Harris had a phenomenal, a great fucking game. He had 28 carries, 188 yards, and a and a rushing touchdown. Had a phenomenal game. Then McLeod had four receptions for 35 yards. Um, so Pittsburgh still still alive in the playoff race. Need some help, but they're still alive in the playoff race. Then my Philadelphia Eagles defeated the Washington football team 20 to 16 and a nail biter, a close one. Jalen Hurts almost got taken out because of the Washington football team stadium is so terrible. Fans fell. Fans fell and almost took out our quarterback <laughs> for the season. First off, first and foremost, I want to say thank you to the Green Bay Packers for defeating the Minnesota Vikings on Sunday Night Football so that the Eagles can clinch a playoff berth. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. We didn't make it last year. We didn't make it in 2020. We didn't make it in 2021, but in 2022, the Philadelphia Eagles are back in the playoffs, baby. Thank you. Thank you, uh, Green Bay Packers, and thank you to the Philadelphia Eagles for for closing this one out against Washington football team, defeating them 20-16. to 16. Uh, Jalen Hurts was 17 for 26, 214 pass yards, no touchdowns, no interceptions. Boston Scott had 14 carries, 47 yards, and two rushing touchdowns. Dallas Goddard had six receptions and 71 yards. Uh, Taylor Heineke was 27 for 36, 247 pass yards, one interception. Patterson had 12 carries, 57 yards, and a rushing touchdown. Then Terry McLaurin had seven receptions for 61 yards. Um, and then the game winner um, was when uh, Taylor Heineke threw it up in the air. Was going, he was going for the end zone, and Rodney McLeod dove and caught, caught the interception, and the Philadelphia Eagles won the game. So great game from the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, it was a great game. It was a pretty sloppy game, I will say. But I like what I seen from Jalen Hurts, especially the, that one pass to Greg Ward. Um, he couldn't find anybody. There was a miscommunication on the play call, and he 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 slides. It, he he's running out the pocket. His wide receiver sees what he's doing, so they change their routes and and try to get open. Greg Ward Jr. was the only one open. Jalen Hurts throws it to Greg Ward Jr. Greg Ward Jr. lays on the ground, catches it. Perfect. Um, that's what I like to see. I, I like to see that each and every week. I want to see what my quarterback is developing in. What is he learning in practice? What what what's uh what's what's different from this Jalen Hurts this week that we didn't get to see last week, right? And I feel like we get that each and every week with Jalen Hurts um and the Philadelphia Eagles. You know, the rushing attack is wasn't as strong. You know, Jordan Howard's dealing with the stinger. Miles Sanders is out with the hand. We might get him back for the playoffs. We'll see. You know, I need to see a little bit more gain. Well, yes, Jalen Hurts ran the ball. He ran the ball. He ran the ball very good. You know, he had uh, seven carries, forty-four yards. But um, you know, as a total, we had one hundred and eighteen yards rushing. Jordan Howard had eleven carries for twenty-six yards. Kenny Gainwell had one carry for four yards. I need to see more. You know, I need to see more of Kenny Gainwell. Um, I do. Um. 
Devontae Smith had three carry three three receptions for fifty four yards, you know, so uh it was it was good. And I, I wanna see more. I wanna see more. Um Jalen Hurst has th over three thousand passing yards this season, which I'm very proud of. Like I said, he was seventeen for twenty six, two hundred and fourteen yards. Um he had a pretty good game. He had a pretty good game. Um as we approach the last game of the season. Um you know, so it was it was very it was very good. It was very good. Um, I will say he he had a a, a complete a completion percentage of sixty five. He had a a rating of ninety and a quarterback rating of seventy nine point nine. So um, when it believe it or not, one of his best games. Believe it or not, um, even though it was sloppy, but I I didn't feel like the offense, you know. Let down. Yes, they they didn't score, but they 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 like I like I said last week. As long as they get the first downs and they continue to do what they need to do, the defense is gonna help you guys. That's exactly what the defense did. Um, even though the defense they came out sloppy to start the game, and it seemed like they didn't know what they were doing. Um, but they they were able to fix things and work things out, you know. And that's what I like. That's what I like to see from my team. You guys work things out, you communicate, you talk, and you're going to get this all figured out at the end of the day. That's what I like to see from my football team. Now, before we go into uh, week 18, the last week of the regular season, right? Um, now, matter of fact, I'm going to leave the standings for the end. I'm going to leave the standings for then. So we got to, we got a doubleheader of Saturday games. That's right, at 4.30 p.m. Eastern time, you got the uh, Kansas City Chiefs visiting the Denver Broncos. Kansas City are 10.5-point favorites, right? This is Saturday at 4.30 p.m. Eastern time, ABC, ESPN. Um, this is on ABC and ESPN, ladies and gentlemen. Um, man, uh, the Chiefs are looking to get a, a number one seat. And their 13th consecutive win over the Broncos. So I think they're going to put their starters to play. Patrick Mahomes is having a phenomenal season. He has 4,569 pass yards, 35 pass touchdowns, 13 interceptions. Um, Teddy Bridgewater is not having a bad year as well. 3,000 passing yards, 18 pass touchdowns, 7 interceptions. Um, yeah, we'll see. And Tyreek Hill, let's not... Can't forget about him. He's having a great season. Um, I think the Kansas City Chiefs win this one, no problem. Um, and like I said, we'll we'll talk about, you know, the number one seeds or who's going to be in six and seven, who's able to sneak into the playoffs and who's not. Um, then at 8.15 p.m. Eastern time on ABC and ESPN, we have the Dallas Cowboys visiting the Philadelphia Eagles. Cowboys are four-point favorites right now. Um there's a little at stake. There's a little at stake. Um, Eagles can move up to the sixth spot. Um, Cowboys. I, I want to say they're, they're they could potentially get uh, if uh, they're trying to no no Packers already got the they clinched the buy the first round buy, so I yeah I guess rivalry stakes I guess um, Cowboys are they're at a fifty six percent of winning this game. Eagles are at 43. Dak Prescott's not having a bad season as well. He has 4,154 pass yards, 32 pass touchdowns, 10 interceptions. Jalen Hurts also not having a bad year this year either. 3,144 pass yards, 16 pass touchdowns, 9 pass interceptions. 
Elliott, Ezekiel Elliott, he, believe it or not, he's ran for almost 1,000 yards this year with 10 rushing touchdowns. Jalen Hurts has 784 rushing, to, rushing yards for 10 rushing touchdowns. Devontae Smith, 61 receptions, 875 yards, 5 receiving touchdowns. C.D. Lamb, 77 receptions, 1,057 1, yards, and 6 receiving touchdowns. Anthony Brown, Tony Pollard, Trevon Diggs, J. Ron Kurtz, they are, they are, all of them are out. Um, Michael Parsons is out as well. Um, Donovan Wilson is questionable to safety. Marcus Epps is out. Nate Herbig's out. Miles Sanders is out. Landon, Landon Dickerson and Lane Johnson, they are questionable as well. They're questionable as well, so we'll see what happens. Um... I'll be real with you. I'm. I'm be real. I'm gonna make sure. I want to see what the full injury report says because this is important for this game. I know Michael Parsons is out. Um, Trevon Diggs is out as well. Um, I believe because of COVID, they have a whole. They have a lot of people out. Um, Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, a lot of people are out. Um. Now let's see what the uh what the Philadelphia Eagles. Let's see what uh let's see who they have out. Um if I could get to them. Um like I said, Miles Sanders is out, Lane Johnson, Landon Dickerson, they're questionable. Nate Herbig is out because due to COVID. Um so is Marcus Epps, Rodney McLeod. Avante Maddox, um, Fletcher Cox, Jannard Avery, Alex Singleton, Jack Stowe, Dallas Goddard, um, Boston Scott, Jordan Howard, um, Brandon Brooks. He is still out with the, on, on IR. I wonder if he'll return for the playoffs. Um, Devian Taylor's on IR. Um, Jack Driscoll's on IR. Um, Isaac Sam Samalo, Brandon Graham, Joe Oldsman, Jason Groom. Now it's gonna be interesting because a lot of these Eagles are out due to COVID. It'll be interesting to see if they'll be activated before tomorrow's game. That's right. I'm doing this on Friday night, ladies and ladies and gentlemen. So it'll be very interesting to see. But I think I don't think the starters should play the whole game. You know. We already made the playoffs, so I, I say a half. Now, if they do play the whole game, I'm okay with it. I like competitive football. I think you don't want to go into the playoffs too cold, but you don't want to go into the playoffs too too uh too strong as well. You know what I mean? Um, you know, you know, I think Nick Sirianni has the same philosophy I have. This is just another week, we, and it's against a rival. Let's beat the shit out of the Cowboys, and then we'll focus on who we play in the wild card on Monday or or Sunday, to be to be exact. Now, I, I think this is interesting because I think Eagles might have a game on Saturday. Now, a, sat, a playoff game on Saturday this upcoming week. Now, if, if, they, if they switch, now if they say, no, Eagles are going to play Sunday, and that's perfect. Eagles have an extra day, an, uh, an extra day, or two. Um, 
All right, so uh, points per game, Cowboys are at 29, Eagles are at 26. Points allowed per game, Cowboys 20, Eagles 20. Uh, total yards, Cowboys 412, 412, Eagles 372. Yards passing, Cowboys 291, Eagles 212. Yards rushing, Cowboys 121, Eagles 160. Yards allowed, uh, Cowboys 370, Eagles 333. Pass yards allowed, uh, Cowboys 259, Eagles 229. Rush yards allowed, Cowboys 110, Eagles 103. Um, the Cowboys' last five games, they beat New Orleans, they beat Washington, they beat the Giants, they beat Washington, they lost to Arizona. The Eagles' last five, they lost to the Giants, beat the Jets, beat Washington, beat Giants, beat Washington. Um, to be honest, guys, I think... Just go with the same same philosophy that they've been doing all year. Run the football down people's throats, and then you attack in the passing game. Have Jalen Hurts run out the pocket. Have him get some yards rushing, or or run them throw the ball. Right, play play how you've been playing it for the past few weeks. Ever since you lost to the Raiders, you guys have changed your philosophy. This is the reason. After you guys went 2-5, people said there's no way the Philadelphia Eagles will make the playoffs. You proved them all wrong. We've already clinched, but now it's time to beat down on these damn Cowboys. Let's do it. I believe Eagles win. I believe Eagles defeat the Cowboys 30-27. to all right, and then uh, we got Bengals-Browns. I'm going to say the Browns beat the Bengals. Um... Packers-Lions, I'm going to say the Packers beat the Lions. These are 1 o'clock games, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Bears-Vikings, I believe the Bears defeat the Vikings. Uh, Washington and the Giants, I believe Washington defeats the Giants. Colts and the Jaguars, a very interesting one, because Colts, if they lose, they're out of the playoff picture. They are out. So it's going to be interesting. Look out for upset, upset alert, upset of the week. Look out for that. Steelers, Ravens, uh, sorry, Colts, Jaguars. I got Colts winning, but like I said, Jaguars could upset them. It's a rivalry game. Trevor Lawrence, he's a rookie quarterback. Who knows what happens? Um, Steelers, Ravens. I believe the Steelers defeat the Ravens. Right now, they got Baltimore as 3.5 favorites, but Lamar Jackson will not be starting in this game. So I I, I got to go. I, got, I have to. I have to go with the, the Pittsburgh Steelers to win this game. Um. Titans and Texans, I believe the I believe the Titans defeat the Texans. Saints, Falcons, I believe the Saints defeat the Falcons. The Saints are trying to get into the playoffs. So we'll see what happens there. Jets, Bills, I believe the I believe the uh the Bills defeat the Jets. 49ers, Rams, I believe the Rams defeat the 49ers. Patriots, Dolphins, I believe the the I believe the Patriots defeat the Dolphins, Seahawks, Cardinals. I believe the Cardinals defeat Seahawks, Buccaneers, Panthers. I believe the Buccaneers defeat the Panthers. And then Sunday night football, it's all on the line. Playoffs, playoffs at stake. Chargers, Raiders. I believe the Chargers defeat the Raiders. And a very close one, competitive one. Does not The game does not end at the tie. Justin Herbert shows... Shows the world why the Chargers draft him. And shuts up everyone for good. Now, if he doesn't, then we then we then we have problems. Now, if he shows up and he balls, but the defense doesn't show up, then it's not his fault. But if he plays terrible, if he doesn't play 
to the superstar we all think he is, then, well, it's on him. It's on him, right? Um, let's uh, let's look at the standings, though. All right, we got we got the in the AFC East. You have um, hold on, let me see something quick. Playoffs do start next Saturday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday, ladies and gentlemen. That's right. They added added a uh, a game to Monday now, um, th- but that's just for the wild card. All right, let's look at the standings. In the AFC East, you have the Bills, number one, Patriots, number two, Dolphins, three, Jets, four. Now, if Bills lose and Patriots win this this week, Patriots win the AFC East. Now, AFC North, you got Bengals won their division. The Steelers are behind them. Ravens, then the Browns. Who I would never thought. In a million in a million ways, I would have thought how this season would have went for the AFC North. I never would have thought that the Cincinnati Bengals would be the AFC North champs. Divisional champs. In the AFC South, the Titans won their division. Then you have the Colts, the Texans, and the Jaguars. In the A in the AFC West, you have the Kansas City Chiefs won their division. You have Chargers behind them, Raiders, and then the Broncos. All right. In the NFC. In the NFC North, you have the Packers that they won their division. Uh, Minnesota Vikings are second. Bears are third. Lions are fourth. And the NFC South, Tampa Bay Buccaneers won their division. Saints are behind them. Falcons are third. Panthers are fourth. In the NFC West, you have the Rams at first. Arizona Cardinals at second, San Francisco 49ers fourth, and the Seattle Seahawks at fourth, San Fran's at third. Um, and then the NFC East, Cowboys won their division this year, Eagles are second, Washington football team third, New York Giants, New York football Giants fourth. Um, ladies and gentlemen, I said it all along. Cowboys were going to win the division, but the Philadelphia Eagles were going to make the playoffs. I said it. At home, they're three and four. They're not that great, but away they're six and three. That's something to look forward to in the playoffs. Trust me. And they're on a four-game win streak. Look out for that. Now let's look at the playoffs. Tennessee Titans made the playoffs. The Kansas City Chiefs made the playoffs. This is huge, because Tennessee and Kansas City are tied right now. But Tennessee has the tiebreaker. If Tennessee loses this week and Kansas City wins, Kansas City Chiefs will have a first-round bye. It's crazy. Bengals are third, Bills are fourth, Patriots are fifth. They all those five teams have clinched their playoff berth. Now, before I continue, I do wonder if Tennessee and Kansas City lose, but Cincinnati win. They'll all be eleven and six. Would Cincinnati get the first round by? I don't think they played the Titans this year. No, they didn't play the Titans this year, but they beat the Chiefs last week. So that's interesting. We'll have, we'll have to wait and see. Um, all right, and the, the two spots still available is number six, the Colts, number seven, the Chargers. Um, if Colts lose, this is real interesting because if Pittsburgh wins, 
they're nine seven and one. And somehow they would make the playoffs. Let me see. Um Chargers, they well, they don't have the tiebreaker over the Raiders. Um they didn't play the Colts this year. So I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to look into that one. I'm gonna have to look into that one. Cause that one's interesting. Okay, okay, I got it here. Colts wins tiebreaker over Los Angeles based on the win percentage in conference games. Division ties break was initially used to eliminate Las Vegas. Los Angeles Los Angeles wins tiebreak over Las Vegas based on head to head win percentage. Um so yeah, there you have it. Um I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to add that one's tough because I know there's a chance Chargers I think so I think what it is if if Colts lose with Steelers win they're in. But if Chargers beat the Raiders, the Ra- the Chargers are in as well. But Chargers have to beat the Raiders. Yeah. Cause if not if Chargers lose to the Raiders, then Raiders are in. It's confusing, but it's interesting at the same time. And then in the NFC, Green Bay has a... Uh, now I wonder if Green Bay... I know they clinched it, uh, but Green Bay beat the Rams. So, yeah, Green Bay has uh, the first round bye. Then you got the Rams, Buccaneers, Cowboys, uh, Cowboys... Cardinals and Eagles have clinched a playoff berth. Number six is the only one that's not set yet, which is the San Francisco 49ers. And that's only because if San Fran loses and the New Orleans Saints win, the Saints, the, the Niners would be out of number six. They would go to eight, and the Saints would go, Saints would go to seven, Eagles would go to six, because Eagles hold the tiebreaker over the Saints. So uh, it'll definitely be interesting to see. It'll, it'll definitely be interesting to see. Um, I know I've seen uh, the playoff. I, I, oh my god, I seen the playoff picture the other day. It's uh, it's definitely interesting. I'm, I'm, I'm pull it up for you guys right now before I let you guys go. Um, the the playoff picture here, here it is, ladies and gentlemen, the playoff picture. Um, no, that doesn't, okay, no, that's not it. All right, um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's amazing. It's, it's, it's crazy. I, I've seen it, I've seen it and I was like, wow, let me just, I got it right here. I got it right here, people, right here, right here. Okay, so, uh. This is what it would be right now. And the AFC Titans and Packers would have would have would have off week one. Right? The games would be Chargers Chiefs, right? Colts Bengals, Patriots Bills. And the NFC Eagles Rams, Niners Buccaneers, Cardinals Cowboys. Now it could all change. It could all change after this weekend, which it possibly would. It possibly would. It possibly will. 
Um, if I'm the Eagles fan, I either want to face the Cowboys or the Buccaneers. I don't want to face the Rams. And if I'm a if I'm a Colts fan, I want to face the Bills. I'm gonna say that. I will say I, I will say that people. I would definitely say that. All right. Now before um before I let you guys go though, um let's talk about who went up and who went down this week. Not not who went up and who went down. The power rankings, top five teams of the NFL so far. Um at number five, I'm gonna go with the Arizona Cardinals. They rebounded this week. They rebounded. They're sl- slowly but surely starting to get my attention again. But not yet. We're gonna see if D Hop if D Hop DeAndre if DeAndre Hopkins returns in the playoffs. Watch out for the Arizona Cardinals. Right at number four, I'm going with the Chargers. I'm still impressed by the Chargers. I think they could be a real threat in the playoffs. So, I, I, Chargers, it is. Chargers, it is. People at number four, at number three, at number three, I'm gonna go with the. Uh, at number three, hmm, this one's tough. This one's tough. At number three, I'm I'm gonna go with. Oof. Man, number three. I'm gonna go with the Patriots at number three. Rams fell off this week. They lost to the Ravens twenty. I mean, they beat the Ravens twenty nineteen. They should have really blew them out. So Rams are off this week. But number three, I'm gonna go with the Patriots. Very impressive win, and I think I think Patriots have a legitimate chance of making it to the Super Bowl. At number two, I'm gonna go with the I'm gonna go with the uh, Buccaneers. I'm gonna go with the Buccaneers being able to overcome the whole Antonio Brown thing and come back and beat the Jets. At the end of the day, the Jets are an NFL team. They're still, like I said, an NFL team. You still gotta respect them. But at number one, I'm gonna go with the Cincinnati Bengals for for beating um beating and outsmarting the Kansas City Chiefs. And um, winning their division, I think they deserve it. I think uh, their head coach deserves coach, uh, the Coach of the Year award. You know, I think Sirianni should be top two, top three up there. But whatever. But I think yes, his uh, their coach needs to win Coach of the Year. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you guys for listening to this podcast. I appreciate you guys. I love you guys so much. I love doing this with you guys each and every week. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the chosen one, the Father, the Son. Three, two, one. The podcaster. Yes, that's right, ladies and gentlemen. This is the one, the only, the Mark Cologne on the Mark Cologne Sports Podcast. And I will see you guys next week. Goodbye.